0: This is Roberta Foster and welcome to today's edition of The Author's Corner brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM The Word Today I welcome Lee Brainerd to Author's Corner He has written the book The New Heavens and Earth which is published by Soothkeep, and he'll tell you more about how to find that book at the end of the program. First let me tell you a little bit about Lee He and his wife Nita live in Harvey, North Dakota They have four children in 17 grandchildren Lee is a Bible teacher who divides his time between ministry in the local church ministry via YouTube website books and magazine articles as well as a traveling ministry for conferences special meetings and programs with prophecy ministries and his special area of interest includes the biblical languages Bible prophecy apologetics and the major errors that undermine evangelicalism and Lee thank you so much for giving us of your time today
1: Oh, well, it's always a joy, Roberta, to be with the people of God and to yeah. open our hearts and minds to the things of God.
0: Amen. Well, that's a, a real good segue into this conversation because as I picked it up um, and saw your subtitle, Recreation or Renovation, it was like, hmm, okay. So most Christians have probably heard that there will be a new heaven and a new earth, but new to me as well as to probably a lot of our listeners is this subtitle. So explain what's going on with recreation or renovation.
1: Well, everyone who takes the Bible literally is going to eventually come across the words in the Scriptures that there is going to be a new heavens and a new Mm -hmm. earth. And this is a precious truth that excites every believer because we see this fallen world, we see this cursed earth, and we long to see the glories of God manifested down here. Now, this does raise a question, though. Will the current heavens and earth cease to exist and get replaced by a second creation, an ex nihilo creation, like a creation from nothing, like Mm -hmm. we had in the beginning? Or will the current earth be refurbished by fire and earthquake, and the heavens are going to be rearranged by various maneuvers? That's really what it comes down to.
0: Hmm. Well, in the introduction, Pete Garcia expressed my thoughts. Um, The Bible doesn't say enough about the topic to even make a difference one way or another. Well, his declaration was, boy, was I wrong. And so um, when you started researching this topic, was it a surprise to you um, how much was actually contained in Scripture regarding the um, new
1: heavens and new earth? Well, yes, it was. Now, what's interesting about this is that I never, I can't remember ever believing that the earth was going to cease to exist as far as this subject is concerned. So I wasn't surprised in that regard. But when I started digging into the Bible, I was surprised. I, I was truly surprised at how much information there was in the Bible on this subject, information that either demands a refurbished earth or corroborates a refurbished Earth.
0: Okay, so you're kind of declaring already that you, uh, your your belief is that the Earth will be recreated rather than done away with and established all over again.
1: Yes, that there'll be a recreation in the sense of the Earth is going to be rearranged or refurbished or remodeled rather than ceasing to exist, yeah. And I started with that, Um, assumption, willing to be changed by the Scriptures, Mm -hmm. but the Scriptures really drove home to me that when God owns things, He owns them for eternity.
0: (laughs) Well, and that was one of the things I found interesting in your book. You talked about how the um, recreation rather than renovation of the new heavens and new earth is got uh, actually a tie to God's character as a whole. So can you explain that?
1: Yes. Well, one of the sweetest principles in the scripture for the human being is that God saves and redeems damaged goods. Yeah. A verse that drives this home is, A bruised reed shall he not break, mm-hmm. and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He loves to to redeem damaged goods, and he actually redeem mankind, he doesn't replace them. Now, when you think about this pattern, if the serpent and the sin hadn't come into the picture, then God would have been walking in the garden here on earth in innocence with Adam and all of his descendants from the beginning all the way through now and on into eternity. But sin came into the picture, the earth was cursed, and the world and the creation became a mess. Now, if God redeems mankind, but doesn't redeem the earth, then he redeems less than he lost to the devil in Mm. the garden.
0: Okay. Is there just one way of understanding uh, the recreation view, or are there even variations of that, and can you
1: explain them to us? Yes. Um, When you come to the view that the earth is going to cease to exist and then be replaced by a brand new recreation, the people kind of waffle back and forth between the dissolution view where the whole universe is going to break down into atoms and subatomic particles and then get reassembled. And they'll waffle back and forth between that and a true cessation view where the entire universe just in a flash will cease to exist and then get replaced by a second nihilo creation. So they don't really typically pin themselves down to one view or the other but they all manifest um, a resistance to an earth that's going to be refurbished and remodeled rather than replaced.
0: Okay well let me just remind the listeners that I am talking today with Lee Brainerd regarding his book The New Heavens and Earth and it's published by Soothkeep. You are listening to Author's Corner and I'm Roberta Foster. Lee, what difference does it make if we don't know much about how the New Heavens and New Earth even comes about? What, what, what difference well, does that make in a Christian's life?
1: Well, on one level, it doesn't matter that much, because the fact is, many Christians are not ever going to delve deeply into the subject. They're not going to read books on it. They're not going to spend days or weeks studying the subject. They simply embrace the fact of the New Heavens and the New Earth. And if that's where they're at, then it doesn't really make that much difference if they're just looking forward to the glories of the new heavens and the new earth. The problem comes in with people that are actually teaching on the subject and those who read and Mm -hmm. listen to those teachings, because the question has to be raised, will the teaching be a superficial treatment of the subject, or will it be a robust investigation of all the testimony in in the Bible on the subject? And really what is underlying this, then, is the main issue of our day is the authority of Scripture and the consistent, robust application of the literal hermeneutic, which we technically call the historical grammatical hermeneutic. Every issue today that challenges us, every controversy in the Church today, boils down to the authority of Scripture and the historical grammatical hermeneutic.
0: Mm, mm Mm-hmm. In translating the Bible, the words chosen for our understanding today are obviously very important. So does the translation of the original language of the Bible into English cause some misunderstandings about the new heavens and earth?
1: It can, yes. Uh, There are difficulties that I call artifacts of the English language. And this happens when well, sometimes it's because the translation is actually a little misleading, because current English is different than the King James English, for instance, or because people misunderstand the word in the translation. Um, and they're taking it in a sense that God never intended when he gave us the original statement in the original language. An example would be in 2 Peter 3.10, we read, "...the heavens shall pass away." And people read this thing, and they think, "Wow, cease to exist. Uh, but they don't really stop to think about the ramifications of what is actually said. When human beings pass away, they cease to walk in the land of the living, mm-hmm. but they don't cease to exist. They still exist, uh, and they're either going to exist in eternal hell or in eternal glory. Um, the very same thing we have, if the, if the heavens are going to pass away, we need to ask the question, Is this talking about the heavens ceasing to exist, or the heavens passing from one state Mm. to another? Mm.
0: That's a really good comparison there. Um, The fact that we are eternal beings um, is actually a concept that some people that have been Christians a long time don't grasp, is that eternity is... Or, I mean, that we are eternal, whether in heaven or in hell. And so I appreciate you bringing that uh, point even to light in our discussion.
1: Yep, that is definitely the biggest question that every man faces, isn't it? Where will we spend eternity? Mm-hmm. We've
0: got more to talk with Lee about, and so we're going to actually extend our uh, interview into a part two. And so before we end this conversation, Lee, why don't you tell our listeners how they can find out more about you, your projects, and the many books you've been involved in writing?
1: Yes, they can find my written ministry on my website, which is Soothkeep.info s-o-o-t-h-k-e-e-p dot i-n-f-o they can find my youtube ministry on my youtube channel soothkeep and they can find my books on amazon so one more time the book today is
0: the new heavens and earth written by lee Brainerd, and we certainly thank him for providing a copy of the book for us to talk about today and lee thank you so much for being with us today
1: Amen, Roberta. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: And uh, you are listening to Author's Corner. I'm Roberta Foster. If you would like to listen to this interview again or would Uh, have missed any part of it, we encourage you to find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Be sure you join us again next week for part two of the conversation with Lee Brainerd here on KNEO 91.7 FM.
1: Do you have five minutes for God? I'm Pastor Ed Wilson, and I believe there's no better way to begin each morning than spending a little time with him. That's why every weekday morning I bring you a short devotional broadcast designed just for that. Look up God's Five Minutes wherever you get your podcast to kickstart your spiritual walk for each day. and We'll always do it in five minutes or less. Have you talked to God today?